Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today we are talking about masks, whether or not you should be wearing them when you go out. And I do talk about what my personal opinion is, which is I do think you should be wearing them when you go out. But it's more about how to have a conversation with people who don't agree with you. If you are in the camp that believes you should be wearing masks, great. But how do you approach the conversation when you talk to people who are on the other side of the camp? So thank you guys for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. And today we are talking about masks. The cloth-based or surgical masks or respirator, N95 respirator, um, all those things we're talking about today. And um, it's obviously because of COVID-19. Um, we are all encouraged to wear masks wherever we go. And well, it's typically in public, right? No one's really encouraging you to wear them inside your house if you're not showing symptoms. Although there are websites saying or I don't want to say websites. Uh, um, there are health authorities saying that if you are sick, if you are showing symptoms in a household where um, you have members of family or friends or roommates that do not have uh, or have COVID-19 or show symptoms, then you should be wearing them inside the house. But um, I, the reason why I wanted to talk about masks today is because all over the internet, social media, I'm seeing a lot of people talking about masks and there's there's this, I don't know, is it a, a war, a battle? Um, there are people on one side saying, wear masks wherever you go. Um, and, and there are other people on the other side saying, no, I, it's, I have a freedom to choose whether or not I'm going to wear masks. And I, I wanted to kind of organize the debate here a little bit because there was just a lot of talking at people, not really talking with. And one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I believe in the power of dialogue and really talking through things without, you know, the need to be belligerent, aggressive, and the want to simply be right. Um, so that is the topic at hand today. Uh, and yeah, let's just get into it. First, before I say anything, I do have to make the disclaimer. I personally, wherever I go um, outside of the house, whenever I go to public places, and typically I don't really go out much anyways. Um, both me and my wife are huge homebodies, so we don't feel the need to go out as much as a typical person, a typical person might. But when we do go out grocery shopping and things like that, we always do wear our masks. So we are people who believe in um, the necessity and importance of mask wearing. But I, I got interested in researching this because I, I just really wanted to understand what the people on the other side were saying. Because there are people, I mean, if you look at Twitter and things like that, it's, it's all just really short comments. I don't need to wear a mask. Or, oh, you need to wear a mask. And no one's really explaining why those things are. And so I, I researched a little bit. And the primary reason, guys, the primary reason why um, the CDC, the WHO is recommending that we wear masks is because 
if you have the disease, the probability of you spreading it with the mask is much lower than without. Because the main way that COVID-19 gets spread is through respiratory droplets that may land on someone's mouth or nose or on someone's hand and they touch their mouth or nose and things like that. So it's really just a way to prevent the transmission of respiratory droplets from yourself to others. So when you wear a mask, it's not about I'm trying to protect myself. It's actually more about I want to protect other people um, yeah, because I might unknowingly have COVID-19. Because obviously, if you know that you have COVID-19, you shouldn't be going out anyways. You shouldn't be near people. Um, so this is for people who might be spreading it asymptomatically. And I think, honestly, right there, that is kind of the crux of the argument and the debate that's happening. I think people are having the argument that if you don't, there are some people who say that if you don't have symptoms, you can't spread it. And there are other people saying you can still spread uh, the disease asymptomatically. And I'm actually looking on the CDC website and the, the jury is out on this one. There isn't really a set, yes, this is true, or no, this is false, on whether or not people with of people who are asymptomatic can spread it. So a lot of doctors believe that asymptomatic people can spread the disease, um, especially, I mean, because you can get the disease and you won't show symptoms for two weeks until, or you won't show symptoms for two weeks, right? So people, there are a lot of doctors who say that during that time, you can spread it. And there are people who actually just end up being asymptomatic even if they have the virus. So those people can go around spreading the virus. Now, there are other people, other doctors, who say that there's not enough evidence to conclusively say that you can spread this disease asymptomatically. And you guys have, you guys have to remember that this is a very, very new disease. If, I think the first case of it was um, in December, or like, when people really found out it wasn't until March, right? So... It's not even a year old. Um, and so there aren't real concrete, sorry, there aren't real concrete uh, cases or evidence or, or ways to observe that, you know, asymptomatically you can spread the disease. Now, I might be wrong. I might be not looking at all the sources. Um, my three uh, sources that I'm looking at right now is WHO, CDC, and Johns Hopkins. Um, those websites, they, they all have um, really easy to digest, um, like little FAQs, uh, myths, or myth-busting uh, sections and things like that. So I, I would highly recommend anyone listening to this to um, go check it out afterwards. But So that um, kind of unclarity, disclarity, I don't know what the, the opposite of clarity is, but um, that, I think, is the reason why people are having this debate. And... For if you are on the camp of you should be wearing a mask, then I think the way that you convince other people to wear a mask is to talk about it, is to say simply, hey, I think this is a good idea because even though we don't know for sure that you can't spread 
the disease asymptomatically or you can spread the disease asymptomatically no one knows for sure it's not conclusive so instead of risking it why don't you go ahead and wear a mask even though it's uncomfortable and you know hope maybe save a life instead of saying something aggressive like if you don't wear a mask you're an idiot or you know you need to wear a mask because you know stopping a snowflake you know all, all those things that you see on on twitter and facebook and instagram i i think that's really just counterproductive to be yelling at people and to um yeah just berate them into kind of turning their perspective into yours and I actually think that's a huge problem with everything going on right now. But I'll talk about that later. Um, and so in an effort to encourage people to continue wearing masks, um, I, I want to just point out a few things that I, I found most interesting when I was doing my research. One thing is people who are reusing their uh, masks, their disposable masks, um, that is definitely not recommended. All the authorities, um, everywhere I'm looking, people are saying once the mask becomes damp from your talking, from your use, from your breath, um, you should go ahead and throw that away because it, the dampness makes it more prone to growing microorganisms, bacteria, things like that. So it ends up being more harmful for you because it's on the inside of the mask. And if you're constantly breathing it in, and there are nasty things growing in it because of the moistness. I know some of you guys don't like the word moist, but in the moistness of the mask, um, it might, yeah, it might, it, it might end up causing more harm um, than good. So, for disposable masks, definitely, definitely uh, throw them away when they're damp. If you're using a mask like a cloth mask um, that's reusable, um, yet again, they're saying that once it becomes damp, that's when you take it off and you um, wash it, let it dry, and then you can use it again. And, and because of that, they say that when you're exercising, you don't wanna have your mask on. So if, you're out, if you are out exercising in the open, in kind of the, uh, in the outside, um, go ahead, just leave your mask off because um, when you're exercising, you tend to breathe more heavily and you're sweating, and so your mask gets damp a lot faster. And also damp masks, they don't allow the circulation of air as well. Um, so they, they say if you're going to be exercising, sweating, you, you, you shouldn't have your mask on because that, again, can cause more harm than good. If you are at a gym exercising, they say the best practice is to, again, not wear a mask, but make sure you are six feet away from people. And the six feet rule, um, from what I can gather, is mostly because... If you are at least six feet away, the chances that a respiratory droplet will land on you from someone who is infected is much lower. So if you're at a distance where you're um, sure that basically they can't spit on you, um, then then you should be good. So um, that is yeah for for those of you guys who are uh, exercising. That's something you should keep in mind. Also, it's important to note or helpful to note that apparently the virus doesn't, it is more likely to be transmitted in an indoor environment rather than an outdoor environment. 
Uh, that piece of information I got on the uh, Joe podcast, uh, Joe Rogan podcast, um, it was on the episode with Burt Weinstein. So I don't know how valid that is. They, you know, all his guests and Joe Rogan sound credible. So usually I don't question it too much unless it's something really weird and it's from one of his comedian guests. But um, this guy was a professor. And so, um, I mean, the guest, not Joe Rogan. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, if you're going to gather with people and if you're going to have, if you're going to do things, um, especially with it with uh, it being July 4th weekend, if you're going to be having barbecues and things like that, you're better off being at a park or being somewhere outside where you can effectively social distance. Um, and, yeah. And... It's interesting to note that there are theory, there's a conspiracy theory that the virus got leaked from a lab somewhere. And this fact actually supports that because if the virus was, uh, it jumped from an animal to a human being, um, you know, the original I thought was that a bat, it got transmitted from a bat, right? Uh, somewhere in China, in Wuhan, someone ate bat soup and the virus was in the bat and it jumped over to humans and that's how it got spread the way that the virus is behaving people are saying that actually is highly unlikely because the virus spreads so much easier in an indoor environment they think that the virus spent some time in an indoor indoor environment where it was able to adapt to spreading uh, inside but the issue it has transmitting itself in an outdoor environment um, shows and says that it's very unlikely that the virus is spreading amongst the you know bad population because you know they spend their time outdoors right and uh, and, and ha having it jump over uh, cross species to a human um, is highly unlikely so I, I don't know I don't I don't know if I believe that someone created the virus, like some conspiracy theories uh, suggest. But who knows? Maybe it maybe it was in a lab somewhere. Maybe someone was studying it and it got accidentally released or something. I don't know. So if you guys are interested in things like that, I would I would go look it up. But um, I digress. The virus it spreads much easier indoor. So keep that in mind if you are going somewhere. Um, where it's you're in an indoor environment, then you should even more um, be more concerned about uh, making sure you have a mask. Because once again, this isn't having a mask. When I looked at the statistics on the probability of transmitting a disease while having a mask on, you receiving it from someone who's infected without a mask while you're wearing a mask, it actually isn't the jump from not wearing a mask to wearing a mask isn't that high. The most effective use of wearing a mask is if you're infected and you're spread and you want to stop yourself from spreading to someone else. So it's it really comes down to a personal responsibility, right guys? Um, and I think one thing though, when you guys are talking to other people who are kind of on the opposite side of the the issue, one thing you should keep in mind is that people are really skeptical of information coming from all these sources, you know, like WHO, CDC. A lot of people are weary and skeptical because 
there was at one point, if you guys remember, there was at one point throughout this whole pandemic where the WHO, that is the World Health Organization, actually said using a mask is not effective. They actually said that it's actually worse for you in this situation. So please do not wear a mask. Now, they've since come out and said that the only reason they released that statement is because there was a mask shortage and they wanted to make sure that healthcare professionals had the ability to procure a mask for themselves because undoubtedly there is, it's way more important in a hospital setting to make sure that the healthcare professionals do have masks. But just the fact that, uh, big organization like the WHO would deliberately lie to the public, it has really made people question everything that they're hearing from these supposedly reputable organizations. So that's why you got to give a little bit of sympathy to people who are, you know, claiming that they don't believe what's, you know, the best use of masks and things like that. I think there is a value there is some value in kind of meeting them in that place and um, kind of working through it, right? Because with that obstacle there, it's going to be really impossible or not. It's going to be really improbable um, to convince them to wear masks when they go out. And, and yeah, I obviously, I am not an expert. I am not a doctor. I am not trained in any of bio... I'm, I think, I actually think I failed biology in college. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But I only took one biology class in college. So um, I don't know much, but all I can do is rely on common sense, on probability, and some of the stuff that the authorities, doctors, um, health organizations are saying. So kind of how I've reconciled all this, even with a little bit of skepticism toward you know, the WHO, CDC, and things like that, I've just come to the place where I say, wearing a mask doesn't cause a huge detriment to my life. Um, wearing a mask is incon- inconvenient, but it doesn't cause any sort of damage to me. Yeah, that's actually something else on, on, one of the, on the CDC website. Um, there are people who think that you can get some sort of CO2 uh, poisoning because you're rebreathing the air in your mask. Apparently, if that's happening to you, you're wearing a mask wrong because it's the way that you wear a mask. It's not supposed to be airtight. Um, well, this that's this is for cloth masks. I don't know about like N95 masks that have filters like that, but um, they're supposed to be a free flow of air coming from around. The mask. It's again the main purpose of the mask is to reduce spread of your own droplets to people that you may be talking to, right? So um, the the risk for CO two intoxication or whatever it's called is very low. Um, so since it's not really causing an inconvenience to me to a large degree. I'm going to be, I want to be on the safer side of things and wear a mask wherever I go. Um, I haven't been diagnosed. I haven't tested positive for COVID-19. I haven't taken a test yet, 
but I've never shown any symptoms. Um, I've never known people around me who I see regularly to test positive for COVID-19. So there's no reason, absolutely no reason for me to believe that I have the virus. But just in case I'm wrong, um, I don't want to be responsible for spreading the disease and causing someone, you know, causing someone's death. Right. So just to um, kind of put it into perspective, even if you're saying, well, the disease doesn't really um, harm people who are young and it really just harms people who are old. As long as I'm only hanging out with young people, I should be fine. Right. But you might think that and you might want to hang out with someone like me. But what you don't know is I see my mom every Tuesday through Friday because she comes in the morning to help look after my daughter Aisley. And although my mom is not super old, she actually uh, in the afternoons goes to elderly people and she's part of uh, elderly care. So if you spread it to me and I give it to my mom and she gives it to um, people who are in their 70s and 80s, that definitely can cause someone's death, right? And, and you never know who is going to come in contact with older people like that. So even you're, even if you're absolutely sure that the people you are talking to and hanging out with um, has no co- direct contact with um, people who in, in their 70s and 80s, you never know who they're going to cross paths with and you don't know who those people are going to cross paths with, right? So in my mind, the way that I think about this, I want to do everything in my power to help make sure that I'm not causing someone to be to need to be hospitalized or to die, right? I don't want to be the cause of that. But not only that, I have several friends in healthcare, um, Selena Chang, uh, Nicole Amadeo, they're nurses. If this verse, if this virus keeps spreading, then they're going to be at risk of getting this virus because people are going to start flooding the hospitals again, right? So I don't want to put them in that position. And I have several PT friends, um, Ben Chong, uh, Grace Han. Um, they're having to deal with and help um, recuperating COVID patients. So they, they're, I'm putting all these people around me at risk because uh, I refuse to wear a mask. I think, I think that seems silly. If you weigh out what you're trying to prevent with what you can be doing to be a part of the solution, I think the picture becomes clear. And even if you absolutely, absolutely believe that you can't spread um, the virus asymptomatically, why would you risk it? Like, unless you have a medical degree, unless you've been studying the virus and you can conclusively say that asymptomatic transmission of this virus is impossible until you can get to that place why would you risk it right because there are people studying it who are saying that they don't know there are some people who say that it can't spread asymptomatically but there are others who say that it can spread asymptomatically so if those people don't know if we don't have enough data to uh, be conclusive yet then I, i think it's our responsibility to do what we can and even if it's if even if it comes at a cost to us, I think as a community, um, that's what we have to do for each other. 
Um, so and I want to I want to make sure that I want to talk about it. I want to make sure I talk about this. When you communicate this to people who refuse to wear masks, if you are combative, if you are aggressive, and if you attack them on their intelligence, or if you question them and their, you know, societal responsibilities, things like that, the conversation is not going to go well. Guys, I, I think we as a country we to, need to realize that yelling at each other and calling each other the part of the problem all those things it's not helping you need to make allies you need to make people join your side we need to find common ground and you need to give them a way to change their mind without you know compromising their their ethics or or their morality because if, if you approach someone who is not wearing a mask right and say you not wearing a mask tells me that you're a terrible person they're not going to say oh you're right let me put on a mask they're going to defend their character right and they're going to um, be even more upset at those people like you and all, all that's going to make them do is um, dig themselves into their way of thinking find others online who believe the same thing and attach themselves to that and just cling to that I, the the fact that they don't need to wear a mask and and, and you've thus caused more damage than good so for those of us um, who are online or in person calling people out in very hurtful negative ways i want to say that you might be causing more damage than good it might be more of a negative effect than the positive effect and this actually goes to any topic that we're, we're talking about whether it's now whether it's in the past whether it's in the future whenever there is division amongst a community if the first reaction is to be combative because the first reaction is to say you don't know what you're doing you guys are idiots then you're creating enemies and in that situation you don't want to create enemies you want to create allies you want to give a way for those people to join you in the your way of thinking without having them admit the fact admit to the fact that they're dumb or admit to the fact that they are terrible people because if that's the only out you're leaving them then they're going to find any other way to get out of the situation to prove that they are not bad people or dumb people and so just have a conversation with someone if you see people not wearing a mask and you really want them to wear a mask approach them talk to them I you know what though honestly I can't I can't say that because I would never do that I'm an introvert I would never approach a a stranger to to say hey put on your mask but if you know friends or family um and you're meeting up with them and you're uncomfortable because they're not wearing a mask have have this conversation with them say hey I understand the authorities are saying that you might not um spread the disease asymptomatically but there are others who say that you could so um, I think it's wise to say I'm going to bear the burden of putting on a mask because you have to admit no no matter where you land on the side of the mask debate everyone has to admit that wearing the mask is inconvenient right it it is uncomfortable so you should admit that fact to to these people say I totally understand 
mask is very uncomfortable. The mask I have on right now is very uncomfortable. It's very inconvenient. I hate, there was one time where I was driving out to go to a store. I actually had to turn around because I forgot my mask. Super huge inconvenience, right? So you admit to that fact and create that common ground and say, but the way that I think of it myself personally is that I would rather be inconvenienced and be on the safer side and not potentially cause um, further spread, further hospitalization and further death due to this virus. And I, I think having a constructive civil conversation like that um, would really be great. And that, that's really how things change. And I think that's how you win people over. So, yeah, I, I really hope you guys are staying safe out there. And um, once again, I want to encourage all of you to wear masks um, if you are going out. If you're feeling sick, stay home. <laughs> Please don't go out. But if you are not showing any symptoms, if you think you, even if you think you are perfectly healthy, um, let's just err on the side of safety, err on the side of keeping, trying to keep this virus contained. Uh, before we end today's podcast, something I haven't done in a very long time is the local talent, local talent, I forget what I called it, local talent showcase? Local town, something. I sorry guys, I it's been that long. I've I've forgotten what I what I called this corner, um, but um, I just wanted to shout out a, a few people in the Atlanta area, the community, who are doing really cool things. Um, first, I want to shout out Edward, Edward's son. Um, he was a guest on this podcast. He talked about um, his design things. We talked about his music as well. Um, he he has music on Spotify under the name captivated captivated with a k um, but he has been doing a lot of design stuff um, his instagram edward creates he's been releasing new designs new graphics i want to say at least weekly um, at least once a week he's been uh, showing he's been uh creating these designs but what's really cool is he has a video like a fast forwarded video of him actually doing it on whatever software he's using um, so I've been really enjoying that. So if you guys are interested in design, go check it out. Engage with him because he loves talking about that stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would check him out. My good friend um, David and Blair, uh, they were both guests on my podcast at one point. David Kim, Blair Kim, but um, they have a podcast called uh, When I Grow Up. And, and I call it they because even though Blair is the host, it is my understanding that David does a lot of the editing work in the background. You know, they're a married couple, so they do everything together. Um, so I didn't want to leave David out on that. But the podcast concept is really cool. It's called When I Grow Up. Um, I believe they're, yeah, their Instagram is whenigrowup.podcast. Uh, go check them out. Their, the concept of the podcast is that um, when you're, young in high school i think the main target audience for this is high schoolers but um, when you're in high school you don't really know what you want to do with life right you're thinking about um career things like that but if you don't know anything about the career that you want to get into or if you're just completely clueless about what careers to even what industries even to um, consider 
this is a podcast that's great for you because um, the guests are all pretty established in their careers. And what Blair does is they she walks them through kind of how they got there, what the process was, um, you, you know, what educa- what type of education they got, what type of programs they studied in school, and you know whether they like their career or not. Or and um, at the end of every episode, she asks the guest to give advice to the listeners, and it's it's really interesting. So even honestly, though, even if you're not a high schooler, even if you are fairly established in your industry, like me, it's still very interesting to listen to. Um, she's had uh, pediatricians, uh, pharmacists, uh, someone who works for NASA, or or a company that uh, contracts work with NASA. So it's it's just really interesting stuff, uh, th- things that you would never think about. Um, you kind of get the insider information um, from from these people. So go check them out. Uh, and next, for the gamers out there, if you enjoy streaming video games, if you love watching people online um, playing video games, like on Twitch, if you are a, a fan of Twitch, um, I would recommend you follow and subscribe to Apologetics. It's apologetics with a K at the end instead of the C. And that's my good friend, Jim, uh, James Lee. He's been on the podcast several times and he is a streamer now. He's been streaming for several weeks, maybe even months. And it's really entertaining um, watching him and, and things like that. And, you know, there are a lot of streamers out there who, you know, uh, they have potty mouths. And if you're not into that, if you don't really like that, uh, apologetics is really uh, fun to follow because you know he's a pastor. He he has a youth ministry, so he keeps it really clean. Um, and he even talks. I mean, he talks about things um, that are relevant. So, um, I mean, it's mostly games. It's mostly him playing games. But um, he has he when he's playing with friends and things like that. He does have interesting conversations, and it's just fun. It's a it's a fun good time. So follow him. I'm not exactly sure about his schedule of when he streams. It's mostly at nights. I want to say Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, don't hold me to that. And he he might be changing things as as he's uh kind of figuring out his uh, streaming routines. Um, but yeah, if you follow him, the the Twitch app or the website or whatever will give you notifications on when he's streaming. So um, definitely go go follow him. Um, and he's he's so great. Whenever you know people are watching him, if if the streamers, if the viewers want to play with him, um, you know, you just give him a shout out. And I feel like he's been very open to playing with his viewers. Um, again, don't hold me to that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, uh, if you're a gamer, once again, apologetics with a K. He he has an Instagram um, that's apologetics apologetics with a K as well. Um, so go follow him. He's he uploads funny little clips from his streams. Um, so yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, and lastly, Lydia Yoon music. Uh, she was again a guest on a previous episode, but her and her husband John Yoon, are really really awesome people. They recently started a podcast, and when I say recent, they haven't even released an episode yet. Um, so it's super fresh, super fresh, but. Just knowing them personally and um, just knowing the type of people they are, this podcast is going to be great. It's, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really great. And it's called the 
but honey podcast and i believe their instagram they have an instagram already it's just b-u-t honey h-o-n-e-y podcast and the concept of their podcast is you know couples have disagreements they don't always meet see things eye to eye so um and i'm sorry uh john and lydia if i'm butchering this but um the the idea is they want to create a space where uh, couples can talk about things in the open things that they might not always agree on and things that people don't typically want to voluntarily open up and talk about so um if, if you're a, in a couple if you are in a long-term relationship if you're married i think this one is going to be great um, me and my wife were super looking forward to listening to that so yeah go check those uh, asian creatives out um they're all really good friends of mine really great people and they're creating things they're creating content in our community so if you enjoy the i hope they hear this podcast i'm sure you'll enjoy those things even more because all these people are way more creative than i and they have way more insights and way more talent so guys thank you so much for listening and uh yeah i'll talk to you next time bye